Mike and everybody, Hall of Famer and cannabis connoisseur, the godfather here. And when I'm at home and I'm on that smoke train, there's nothing better that I like to do than listen to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. Hello. Good evening, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. I don't even know what time. Yep. Good morning, depending on what time you listen to this. All that good stuff. Um, let's go straight into some results of over the weekend, and then we can talk about all the news and gossip and all that other good stuff that happens outside the ring. Um, well, Oprah attacked again and started giving out belts. Rhea got her new title belt, which looks just like Seth's. It just has the white um, strap. But mommy. <laughs> well, but what better came out of the belt um, was that Dominic is going to fight Cody at Money in the Bank. So that should be good. That's like the perfect example of evil and good. It's a good matchup. If, if there was ever a time when you know when they do the punches. And they go, yeah, boo, yeah, boo. That's going to be a perfect time. <laughs> uh, Damian Priest qualified for Money in the Bank. So now we got Damian Priest, which it's final now. Damian Priest, Ricochet, uh, LA Knight. I was waiting for the yeah. We're half asleep. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> were telling me we're half asleep. Yeah. 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 Let's do that again. Priest, <laughs> Ricochet, LA Knight. All right, forget it. <laughs> Escobar, <laughs> Butch, and Nakamura. So who you guys got? Since the lineup is done already. Mm. I, I'm going to say LA Knight, but I would hope that either Nakamura or Priest. That would be my hopes, like my wrestling dreams. But I think LA Knight is going to get it. Got it. This could be... No, nothing against. I love LA Knight and Julian Priest is coming to his own, but this could arguably be the weakest money in the bank field I've ever seen. Yeah, like if you think about it, even the year that Sandow won, like that was still a decent like amount of people, like good people in there. Like this is just like throwing shit to the wall. I mean, okay, Ricochet, okay, you, you're you're the drizzling shits, but you can do a bunch of flips. All right, let's throw you in there. You know, let's get Nakamura in there so we can make him relevant. Okay, like it's just uh, yeah. Again, I'm happy if they're LA Knight of Game of Priest win. As long as one of those two win, I'm thrilled. If anybody else wins, it makes absolutely no sense. Exactly. I, like, I, I, I don't... Read it. I, I, same thing. I'm supposed to be talking with you. I'm, no, no. I'm gonna take a, I'll take one of each from you guys. I'll, I'll t- my money's on LA Knight. Backup plan will be um, Damian Priest. Now I'm going to so throw... Let me yeah, pose oh. a question. Like, no, I was going to pose a question because Logan Paul is supposed to come next week. Yeah. For a random reason, do you think they'd add him to the match and make it a seven-man versus six-man? Um, that's funny that you ask that because I have that same question but with a different guy. <laughs> so um, <laughs> since, you brought, since you brought that up, um, let me just add something to that. Seth Rollins did an open challenge for the next um, week, um, and then they announced that Logan Paul would be there. I doubt that has anything to do with the open challenge. I don't think they waste that match. Um, can Logan Paul be added? Um, I would love that. I've been saying that for a couple of episodes. Um, I didn't even think of that. I I thought maybe he he will start a story with Seth. But uh, yeah, now that you brought it up and I've been saying it for a couple of episodes, I would love for them to to add, add him and him win it. But 
and that would give the, that little pop that it needs. Because, like uh, Mark said, it looks a little, the the lineup great, talented guys, but they're not the guys that you want to see holding the world title belt right now at this time. So I'm gonna really? so I'm gonna throw a little curveball, something like what Raymond said. I have um a couple of weird thoughts. Since we have that lineup, do you think maybe they already have it on paper of whoever wins this goes after the Intercontinental title? I hope not, personally. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what I'm thinking. Like when I see that lineup, like yeah, I mean it'll be it'll be a great way to get the Intercontinental title off the ring general. I mean, I mean, I know they set a president last year with the U.S. title. Uh, so that kind of starts a new trend now. So it doesn't need to be the world title. So can it happen? Not most likely, but uh, I just really don't hope that it happens. I think it should be aimed for being the man, being the champ. Yeah. Um, I, I, take it, Mark. Take it. Yeah, no, I, I have a couple of points on this one. Number one, um, think about it. the past handful of years, we've had Brock Lesnar randomly get thrown in the bank match second. We had um, Austin Theory get at the last second added to the match and both winning. So it, it's not far fetched to say that Logan Paul is going to get added because I, I now you know guys bring that up. If it's not LA and it's not Priest, that's really the only other option I could see them going because that's that's a money match with him and Seth. They're not going to waste that on an open challenge at all. You know that, that that's the most logical if they're going to bring Logan Paul to the fold in that nature. Or hell, this coming Monday when Logan Paul is there, they can just throw him in. There's only six people in the, in the match. Yeah. Normally it's like seven, eight, you know, higher numbers. So they could just say, you know what? You know, give some type of weird reason. All right, Logan Paul in the match. And then he ends up possibly winning. You know LA Knight should win. But um, the other piece is the open challenge for Seth Rollins. You know, I, I think they're going to use this to give some of the younger talents a shot, the ones that don't really get much TV time. You know, people that don't really get featured. Like, I can see, like, a returning Johnny Gargano just surprised. Right. show up for the open challenge, you know, and then put on like a 20, 30 minute clinic where Gargano nearly wins. And then they can kind of slowly bring the way back in with uh, Candice and Indy when Indy's healthy and then Ciampa when Ciampa's going to come back or have Ciampa answer the open challenge and get him right in, right into the top tier right off of injury. So there's a couple of different, to me, those are the two most logical for the open challenge. Yeah, I, I, um, I don't want to go get too, too far off of this cause I have another part, but yeah, I see Ciampa and, um, Johnny getting back together, and that would be them going after Sammy and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. I can see them ta- tagging up. I don't know about yeah, going against well, Sammy. If, they, if they're gonna if they're gonna tag up, they're gonna go for the titles. And then I mean that's a perfect um, fit right there. You got two two um, partners basically. They're kind of like brothers, but they're not, and they love turning on each other. So that's like a perfect fit for a great match. But um, back to the money in the bank. If it's not um, Logan Paul getting um, put into the match last minute, let's not forget that it's in um, it's overseas. What about Drew? Because mm. the rumors are basically he's very close to come back, and the only thing the only reason he's not coming back right now is that they're working on a story, and if they both agree on a good story for him to come back. He's coming back, but the big thing is that he's coming back the weekend of Money in the Bank. Does he get added on Monday? Does he get added the day of? Does he do a Brock and just 
since he's since he's basically the tallest and baddest guy that's going to be in that lineup, he can just show up and make his own rules because now he'll be evil Drew. Or does he show up in the ending and just Claymore, Seth, yeah. something like that? Just to get that pop because no matter what he does, if he trips, if he does uh, Titus and slides under the ring, they're going to go crazy <laughs> for They're going to go crazy for Drew. So he could get that big pop no matter what he does, and then come back to the United States and be evil Drew. So, but I think uh, I, I didn't know that would no, 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 work. Um, Drew, you know, I come back as a face, but then he gets screwed by somebody, and then that's the tournament's way heel. Like, don't have him be a bad guy. He's, you know, he's gonna get cheered out there. Yeah, if he, you're gonna have him in this match, you gotta have him get screwed by somebody. Like, you know, whether it's. Oh, it's Logan Paul surprise or something ridiculous, and he's like, "I'm tired and fed up of this shit." Blah blah blah. And then you get, you have the heel Drew that everybody really loves. I, um, personally, I think he could go straight into being a heel because he's he has this big grudge that he was the champion over the pandemic, and there was nobody there to cheer for him. So he feels like he's owed something. And if you want to go with the stories now, he got screwed with Sheamus. With the whole thing of the triple threat match, um, he could just feel like right now, like he's tired of being the nice guy and waiting for his turn, and now he's just going to take it. So it's he could go as long as he could cut a good promo, he could go straight into here. Just basically what everybody's doing right now. I want my respect. I, I, I you owe me this, blah blah blah, and go into that craziness. But yeah, so I, I definitely like Drew or Logan Paul getting um, put into the match last minute. But um, moving on. I think. Yeah, yeah. Go on. No, I was just going to say, to answer the question a little bit, I was just going to say, I think Drew, if he does do anything, it's going to be at the end, out of nowhere, kick to the head, and then, like you said, the cheers, a bull, or whatever it is. Yeah. He could come after the match, after Seth's match. If if um Seth is the main event, I guess. And Claymore him, yeah, I guess. But, hey, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, We did, Um, they did announce Seth versus Finn. Which that's gonna be a really great match uh, for Money in the Bank. Um, the promo was good. The fans did not let Finn talk at all, and but I did like the way Finn handled it. Many would have lost their words or broke or fell apart. He's he's still with his promo. Did a good job. It's just it's crazy how the fans are just. Oh, I I would say support um, Seth Rollins, but they just love that song. So do you think Finn Balor, since we're talking about Finn, is he still Judgment Day, or do you think he's going to start his own new little alliance? Or does they do they bring in JD into the Judgment Day? They might have to bring JD because I can see Damian Priest leaving. Um, when um, I don't know if you if you caught it on Raw when Damian Priest beat up um, Matt Riddle and um, the Ring General and his goons were going to attack. He was like, "Pick my bones." For one, for one second, I thought maybe they're going to beat up Riddle real, real bad and David Priest is going to be like, that's enough and defend him because everyone keeps on saying they used to be friends, they used to be friends. I can see that eventually happening and that's where it's gonna, he's going to turn face and he'll protect or help Riddle and Finn is going to be pissed off and they'll break that up. Just a, a little theory of mine. If it happens, hey, I told you so. If it didn't, what, what, what do I know? <laughs> Mark. 
I mean, I, I wouldn't really have anything to say. I thought you were just waiting for your turn. Uh, no, turn. Not, that, not this time. I mean, the, the Finn thing, it, it's, I, I, this is going to take some more time. I, I, you know, We're going to see Damien Priest eventually turn face. It's just a matter of my curiosity. I don't think Judgment Day is going to end. I think they're going to keep it together, but I think you're just going to replace Priest with somebody else, whether it's a Dijak or a Cross or something like that. Right. That's just me. So, uh, Rince was not there. But he did make changes remotely. But it seems on the rides is still good. No one's complaining. Rents like mind your business and all that. But like I said, he's some way somehow he is putting his little finger on, on something backstage. So, uh, let's go to NXT. Um, the most important thing, Seth appeared on via satellite and accepted Braun's challenge and said he'll be there. Next week on NXT, which is really great because the ratings will be good and it'll just be nice to see that small arena um, sing Seth's song and Seth coming out to that crowd and just the, the whole thing is going to be really cool. It's gonna, Everybody should be watching that. And um, it seems like it's going to be a hot show because our partner in crime right here, Raymond, goes to a lot of NXT shows and he cannot get to this one. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. I can get ways to get in. The, the back door. Use the back door. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, um, we all know June seventeenth is a very special day, right? Yes. It's it's the premiere of Collision. <laughs> but but there's something else. There's something else going on. Um, WWE is doing a super show that same day. And Roman is defending his title against Rey Mysterio. Also, Seth Rollins is defending his world title, but it hasn't been announced. I guess he's doing an open t- uh, title match at the Super Show show. Also, and also they announced there will be thirty superstars from Raw and SmackDown. So this is like lately, their Super Shows have been like mini pay per views. And if you could get to a Super Show, get to it. Uh, I get no money out of this, so don't think like oh. I'm getting paid to say this. It's just, I, I went to one. It was really good. And I saw kind of the lineup for this one and who, or the stars that are going to be there. It's like everyone's favorite wrestler is going to be there. So it's not like before you would go to a show and be like, ah, oh, he didn't travel to this show. No, like everyone's lined up. And now even better, you got Roman defending his title. So pretty good. But yeah, um, before we even go to Collision and all that other great stuff, um, I heard Cody Rhodes... Offered to have, or basically requested, a door collar match against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, and Brock turned it down. Um, there is going to be a stipulation. They said it's going to be a classic one, but they're trying their best to keep it top secret, and it will be announced when the time comes. But that... Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. <laughs> <laughs> is Judy Bagwell alive? Huh? Good question. I don't know. Yeah, I do not know that one. Are we gonna have like a a, a body bag on a forklift? Oh my god. Um, WWE exclusive negotiations for their TV rights with Universal and Fox have expired, so now they're allowed to talk to anybody, and everyone's saying that the front runners are Disney and Amazon. So I don't know what's, what's going to happen with that. Um, I don't know what happens with Peacock. The whole... I don't know. 
I just got used. I think it's a plus. You think, right? I would think so. But if it does, then maybe. Um, I started thinking Disney Plus, but that just might—it just might be a, a way to to sell your product better. Because if you notice, um, I, f- I forgot who was fighting. Um, they was they were, the fans was ch- chanting um holy shit, and every time the word shit came out, they bleeped it. They never did that before, so maybe they're trying to show like, yeah, guys, we're PG, like we're, we're not that crazy because they've never done that before, and it's kind of weird that now that they're talking to all these companies, they. They beat that, but um, I just I really like the WWE Network, and then they took that away from me, and I got used to finally got used to Peacock, and now I don't know. I guess now it's Disney. I I, I if, well, I, had, I think, if, if I if I I'm sorry if I had to pick I, I'll take Disney, but um because I think WWE Network is um, a separate contract than like SmackDown Raw and all that stuff, so I think Peacock will keep the WWE Network as far as like. Who's gonna? Where you gonna watch Monday Night Raw or SmackDown? Yeah, maybe one of those programs. I gotta look into look into that. I, I try to stay away from all those, all the details of TV deals and and the companies selling. But um, it's it's weird that Raw's on Universal and Universal is Peacock, so maybe it is connected. Maybe it's not. But I'll take Disney, and then maybe with Disney we could get like a Hokomania roller coaster at the park. Um, Oh my goodness. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> the Undertaker's uh, Undertaker's tombstone of hell I would, drop. I would ride that. <laughs> yeah, I would ride that. Well, yeah, like they have, What's that ride with the te- the elevator fo- just drops? Oh, uh, Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. Turn that to Tombstone of Terror, and just have like a tombstone and have Undertaker Listen, on the top. I just would like to see. I like a, like a, like I said, a haunted mansion. I just wanted to see a Firefly Funhouse with all, with all the. There you go. There. Look at that. You can add that too. You can you can <laughs> finally you can finally add the the Hall of Fame. That's so good ass on that. You can add the Hall of Fame into the park and everything. Look at that. It's so Disney. Do your thing. Damn it. I'm work, I'm doing work for everybody. That will wrap with John Cena. <laughs> I would Cena be. You can't see me. Um. Um. House of Mirrors. Yeah, yeah, the House of Mirrors that you can't see me. You just keep banging into the mirrors because you can't see it. Perfect. Jesus. If that doesn't work, guys, let's win the lotto and create our WWE theme park. We are set. It'll last <laughs> it'll last six months and we'll be broken and crying and but whatever. You would have a good opening game though. Oh, of course. Of course. Um is WWE no. where UFC fighters retire? Is that, is that where they go to retire? I should say better. I would say no. I would say it'd be where they get their second life. Oh, look at Raymond. I like that one. Yeah, because we got Ronda there. She's doing great there. Um, there was big talks this weekend because uh, Amanda, Amanda Nunez retired after her great career at UFC. And big rumors have been going around. Or pe- well, maybe not rumors. It's people that have been talking that should be great for WWE. Um... Undertaker has come out and said that Conor McGregor has WWE written all over him. So it just seems like with all this now with the connections and the companies merging, like it's the doors are always open. Well, I don't know if you guys heard, but Conor was accused of rape. When? Black Pearl halt on that one. When was that? Recently? And, yeah, today. Oh, so, article. Well, I, I did tell you I took a nap today, so that must have happened when I took my nap. That's <laughs> not Everything going into this show, you're supposed to have all your research done. Oh, I have my, I have my research done. I, I, excuse me, I had my research done, and I took a nap. <laughs> I didn't. I, I wasn't expecting to do my nap. That Connor was just gonna 
go off the rails. Well, I mean, his, his Connor denied the allegations. Okay, but, yeah. You know. So, I mean, I don't want to see him in a wrestling ring anyway. So, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, I guess that answers that question. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Um, wrestling fans are worried about the road to WrestleMania. I don't know if you guys heard, but over the week, uh, section I-95 in Philadelphia collapsed. Thank God no one got injured or hurt or anything else. But yeah, it's... it's actually meant the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, a, it's a major way to get inside Philadelphia, and they're saying that it's going to cause major travel issues for months to come. So fan, fans are freaking out. I mean, they, they're, they're acting like they can't find a way to go around it, but the traffic is going to be up the Wahoo. I mean, the train works. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be driving, so I'll be stuck in traffic. So we'll work around it. But, yeah, I, I just thought it was funny that I heard about it. As a wrestling fan, it popped in my head. I was like, oh, no, Philadelphia, you have to drive that way. But that's it. And then I think within an hour, I saw, like, two other people post about it. I was like, okay, I'm not the only one. But they just were, like, real deep. And, like, they made it so, like, a dramatic post. And I was like, oh, wow. Mine was like a quick thought, a quick thought, and I got over it. This one was like, dun dun. dun. WrestleMania is over. Listen, my question right now is, uh, I most likely be watching you from TV. Tato, if you got a room in your house somewhere, let me know. Maybe I'll go with you. Well, I, 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 I already have um my 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 hotel room um paid for, reserved, and all that. Get out of here. Yeah. And the only uh, the only reason not playing around. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm not playing around. No, the only reason I did that was because I started checking for hotels just to see the idea of prices. And the, the when I looked, almost everything was booked, and there were no more rooms. So I was like, oh wow. And then when I found a, a hotel room that was available, I just snatched it up. But since then, other places have opened, and if you're planning not to stay in the city. It's uh, it's a lot cheaper if you're listening and you're interested in going to WrestleMania. But yeah, I, I'm doing different things that weekend. But yeah, I already got my room for uh, the weekend. I'm not sure if I can say uh, the whole entire week. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next topic has to do almost with um from our last episode. If you if you heard, I hope you did. We talked about uh, meeting wrestlers all around. Um. Matt Hardy was upset. Uh, fans taking advantage of his brother's kindness. If you saw the videos, there's a couple of videos out there of this situation. Seems like two wonderful guys decided to have a private um, signing at an airport. When I say that, it was because everything was out. Cameras were out. Um, all different color markers were out. A whole bunch of photos were out, and it was just one after another one. It was like, can you please sign my 50 items and take a picture of me and say hi to my mother and kiss my baby and all of that stuff. And they just, like, took over the airport. Because it was like, here, sign this, and they threw all the items on the floor. And I don't know. I, I There's so many mixed feelings about that. Um, Matt Hardy says they took advantage of his brother's kindness. I mean, dude, just say, that's it. Like, don't you have like a, your luggage to get? Or there's so many, there's so many things you gotta say. Like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Um, I gotta get my luggage. I have my car waiting for me. Or just fucking just say no. Matt Hardy said it perfect. There's nothing wrong with getting a wrestler's autograph, and, and the limit should be like two. If you want two, picture, move on. That's it. Especially if there's a couple of people 
at the airport or at a hotel or outside in the street, keep it going. If the person's willing to give you the autograph, keep it going. But now to, to do a whole private signing, like if you're gonna do that, I, I don't know, may, maybe maybe slip, pay pay for Jeff Hardy's ride to his hotel. <laughs> like hey hey, sign my twenty items and here I, I I'll buy you a coffee. I, something I don't know, but it was just like. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's not taking advantage because, like you just said, he has the right to say no, right? So if he decides to sit there and spend two hours signing people's autographs, that's not taking advantage. That's Jeff Hardy being kind and generous or whatever the term is. But uh, at least a few times that I, I, wanted, I ran into Damian Priest at the NXT show at a restaurant. It was me, my uncle, and his girlfriend, and what we did is we bought him a drink, and then after that, we went up to get some pictures, got a, a quick digital autograph, and we let him be. Okay. Um, back to, the, I'm sure Mark has something to say, um, like what you just said. Oh, I certainly do. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> just like you said, he, it's his right, I guess, to say, hey, I'm going to sign all of these. It's not an issue. That is fine. My problem is now when... Him or somebody else says no, and the person reacts. Like right now, Jeff Hardy would have said, "I'm only gonna sign one," and they would have kept on. And Jeff Hardy would have caught an attitude. He's such an asshole. He's so mean. I'm gonna post this and make fun of him. Like, you have to understand, this is their public time. If they say no, you move on. A lot of people just feel like oh, you have to do this, and they don't. So don't let Jeff. This video of Jeff Hardy signing. 50 to 100 autographs think that every every superstar celebrity is going to do this. They're not. It's a chance you take. Good luck. If they, if they decide to do it, great. But they do have the right to say no. And they should know that too. But, um, yeah. Mark, take it away. Yeah. yeah, here we go. Here's somebody who's an expert in all this kind of stuff. So, Jeff, I, funny, I wish we would have mentioned Jeff as one of the nicest people ever in our previous podcast because he really is. I, I've never seen somebody as genuinely like making sure every fan gets taken care of. Like I've seen him like get into an Uber, realize somebody he didn't get, and actually come back out of the Uber to then take a picture and then go back in the Uber. So you know, what I mean, this guy, one of the nicest guys ever. Um, you know, Jeff doesn't give a shit. Like at the end of the day, like again, even I've spoken to Jeff about this couple of years ago when we were just chatting whether people want to believe me or not in the pod or listening, whatever. I, I don't care. I know what happened. Um, Jeff doesn't care. He'll sign anything and everything. That's who he is. But my issue is the way it was done. Um, first off, taking video and posting it like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. I, you don't need to post it. What is it like? You're trying to flex? Like, then you're going to get laid because you've got Jeff signed 70 fucking photos for you? <laughs> and you think, like, all of a sudden you're going to be a super social media superstar? Like, it makes you, the person who posted it, the person who's actually going at to Jeff with all these photos, look like an idiot. Yep. You look like you're just like out of your mind. Like, who does this? Because, like, my big thing is the way it was, again, the way it was handled. Just has a pile of photos. That's one thing. Again, speaking of experience when going for autographs and stuff, everything on like a nice board, nice and laid out. Like, listen, Jeff, how you're doing? How is your flight? Listen, sign whatever you want. Only want to do one. Cool. Want to do a bunch? Cool. Great. You know, hope everything's good. How's the family? Whatever. Like, can't converse. Don't just make it seem like he owes you to sign all these autographs that like 
You know what I mean? Like that's how the kind of vibe I was getting. Like all the photos are out, throwing pens everywhere. It's it it, it just it's a bad look. Like it, that, that's not how you do things, and that's why things get ruined. Yeah, that's why a lot. I don't blame some wrestlers for not wanting to get bothered. Like no no one at the end of the day owes us shit. Exactly. Granted, exactly. We watch the product, we buy the merchandise. Um, but that, that that's not doesn't make us entitled that you have to sign for us. Yeah, I saw. Uh, and, oh, finish. Oh yeah, I'm still going. If you want to, you want to cut me off, it's fine. I'll <laughs> continue. What we're done. No, no, you go. You good? No. So that's why when when Matt took the Twitter now, granted, you know, obviously Jeff could Jeff speak for himself, of course, but Jeff doesn't really use Twitter, which is true. Which Matt's not kidding. Jeff really doesn't usually use Twitter from what we've all seen. You know, Matt's got a point. I mean, like, listen, there's nothing wrong with signing autograph in an airport. You know what I mean? It, it's up to the person they want to sign or not. So the one or two and keep. Hundred percent agree, and I think that's the way it should be. It's up to the person. If the person wants to sign, get your one or two again, or if you have like a board of stuff. Again, as again, my opinion, you have a bunch of stuff, and the person wants to sign. Great, if he says only one. Say thank you. I appreciate your time. You don't even have to sign for me. I'm thankful that you did. And can't get the step. In. Wish him a great day. Hell, if you want to give him something, I give her. We've like I've seen Liv Morgan before. Liv Morgan, one of the absolute nicest human beings ever. That she had a video that came out. When people were around her, she didn't care that there was a bunch of people there. She just wanted to make sure that she didn't miss her flight. That was why she was looking the way she was. She wanted to make sure she had enough time for her flight. You could tell based on type what was going on. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that. But the point <laughs> is, you know, take care. They take care of you. Take care of you. Buy the merchandise. Watch them on TV. Support them. But at the end of the day, you're not entitled to anything. Right. So yeah. There's but there's 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 my thing right there. Um. I, um. One more thing, just to add to this, I saw it. Oh, I didn't see. I read. Uh, interview with um, Hangman, and he said basically this two. He has two different autographs, one for the fans in public that go up to him in airports and everything, and then he another signature he has when you go to a convention and pay for it. So you get like the whole Hangman, Adam Page, and the whole. When you pay for it, you get that's the whole. You, you get the whole thing. That's, that's he cool. says he you, know you you get a gar. He he says that you get a garbage signature. When you ask in public, and to some people that's fine. A signature is a signature. Right, it's still fine. It's still yeah. taking care of the fans. To some people, because you're at an airport, yeah. doesn't mean you're not a fan. Yeah, some people will get pissed because if, if you're trying to sell it, you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, this is garbage." If you if you're going for the experience, then it's great. I don't care if it says page or you just write P. If if I if I can get if I can get let's go to my personal stuff. If I can beat the Rock and he can sign all my Funko Pops and he just puts an R, I'm happy. It's but my. It's, it's, it's for my. Per- it's for my personal collection. I know he signed it. He put that R there. I'm good. That's it. To somebody else, they'll probably throw it away. But, but you see Bray Wyatt's signature. Bray Wyatt has his, his private signings and, and uh, you know paint appearances signature, and then he has his airport hotel signature. That's fine. Still taking your time out. Still, still taking care of the fans. Still personable. Still one of the nicest people ever. Yep. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a – we're all going to jump out of the ring for an eight count and then come right back in before we get counted out. All right. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, everyone, we're back. Um, before we get into Dynamite and the AEW world, um, this is old news, but it keeps popping up. Um, Jimmy Wang Yang. Have you heard the story about him becoming 
or getting signed by WWE. A party bus. WWE, huh? Uh, it's it's old news, but, but, but yeah, it's old. But I mean, it just keeps popping up. Supposedly he, he was um if you're not a full time wrestler, they hire you to um maybe do a little spot backstage. You're a fan. You're a security guard. You're someone that's gonna get slammed or whatever. Um, so that's what he was doing. So he had connections. He had a hot date. And the girl wanted to go to the wrestling show. So he wanted to show off. And he knew that if he brought her there and showed off the the backstage and all that, he was going to get laid. So he took her to the show. Um, while he was at the show, Vince and I believe it was Sean, they asked him if he could um, do a job at backstage and take a choke slam. And he was like, sure. They liked the way he said, yeah. They liked the way he took the choke stand, the way he sold it and everything. And next week he got a call and they signed him. And that's how he got his full job, full-time job at WWE. All because he wanted to get laid. Wow. <laughs> it's, like I said, I've heard this story. I thought it was funny. It was the great news. But for some reason, it, it popped up like three times this week. On different sites, and I was like, okay, I guess people want to talk about this. So that's just, but like, I want to throw it out there. Uh, what else? You gotta do, you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, if you got connections to, get, to take your woman or your hot date backstage, hey, go for it. Um, Hogan has um made some kind of news this week. He says that a lot of the modern wrestlers, um, they look like they should be bagging his groceries. He says that they all look the same, they all dress the same, they have the same attire, and it seems like they all go to the same seamstress, they train the same way, and that if one gets hurt, it's very easy to call up somebody else and replace them, that no one stands out like... Hello? He also says that um, they're easy, easy to replace, that if one gets injured, it's very easy to call somebody up from the center. And replace them that no one stands out like a Hogan, a Austin, a Rock, or a Flair. So, I don't know. I don't know it, it is a new... Yeah. Oh, I apologize. Go ahead, Mark. No, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that, you know, I, I don't 100% disagree with this statement. Because um, back in the day, at least for me, being an 80s baby or, you know, watching wrestling back in the day... Those people stand out. These guys now, a lot of them do look generic. And if, let's say, Ricochet went out, there is another Ricochet somewhere else that they can put right in that spot and get like, okay. All right. So you're going on Hulk inside. I was taking Hulk and Somewhat, meeting. somewhat. Okay. Rather. Okay. No, but it's, it's, it's true. I mean, look, even like the early 90s, you had guys like Damien Demento and Bastion Booger. I mean, these guys were like, they might have been jobbers, but... They were memorable. Like, you're like, oh, man, I, who did you see on the card? I saw this guy. I, I saw Bastion Booger. I saw Repo Man. I saw T.L. Hopper. Like, I saw people, like, you're, they remember. Like, you know, like you're going to go for NXT. And, like, I, I saw um, Nathan Frazier. I saw Dill Schmo. Like, they all blend in. It's unfortunate. Nathan Frazier's a heck of a talent. But I'm just saying it's just a matter of it's not the same. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, let's move on from very cool news. Carlito had a, an appearance in Canada this coming, this coming week or weekend, and he canceled it. 
And the reason, supposedly, that he canceled is because he signed to WWE and he won't be able to make any appearances like that anymore. So we should be seeing him on TV soon. Do you think he has a full-time wrestler or do you think more of a trainer? Because that's a big difference with... Well, I know. If, if, if we're going by rumors, last week he was at the Performance Center working. So I'm so when they say working, I'm assuming he's showing them that he still got the moves and he can still move, work the ropes and all that. So, and after that big pop, I don't think you come back to get an office job or a suit and tie job to work somewhere as a trainer or a booker or anything. With that big pop, yeah, he has a run. How long is the run? I don't know, but he's definitely gonna come back and be the I guess the muscles for the LWO or something. They cause they need something. It was nice to see the LWO come back, but it's just like, eh. It's dragging. I agree. <laughs> Not dragging. It's not, it's, I don't think it's doing anything. I know they, there's, there's going to be a big ta- oh. um, tag team match on SmackDown. Um, Escobar's in the Money in the Bank, but if, if we don't point it out, it's like, eh, whatever. I mean, LWO, they still they remove the merchandise. They that's did. the number one thing. They're, they, they're one of the hottest sellers for merchandise. When that shirt came out, they beat Cody. They had the number one hot shirt. And, and then Puerto Rico came and all that. It was awesome. And then, eh. <laughs> after, after Puerto Rico, that's it. You would think. What happened? Anything? No. I, no, I was a... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's go into AEW. Um, Dynamite. Um, I got what I wanted. I got a great match at uh, Adam Cole at MJF. I thought the match was freaking awesome. I love every part of it. Uh, the flying elbow in, onto Cole on the table outside was really good. Why wasn't it the main event? I'm not sure. Does, does that have to do with the whole gossip of the elites in charge and of, of the show? And they put themselves in the main event. I would prefer Cohen MJF to be in the main event. But I don't know what's going on over there. But yeah, that match was awesome. I hope it, it somehow can continue some way. Um, besides that, there wasn't that much that I, I would point out besides the Forbidden Door. More matches have been announced. If you love wrestling, and I'm talking about love wrestling, like you just love watching good matches, once again, I'm not getting no money out of this. This is no hidden tricks. Watch Forbidden Door. If you could, if you have an illegal cable box, great. If you have to pay for it, pay for it. I think it's $49, 50 bucks. It is for, it's going to be worth it. There's at least... All the matches so far being... Mention are all going to be great matches. From the beginning of the bell to the end of the bell. I mean, if you know anything about the guys that they are talking about and everything, it's just going to be great matches. Once again, no stories. And it's hard to have a story with someone that's not in your company. So this is just like a one-time thing of your best versus our best. And it's going to be really good wrestling. Um, One of the... Backstage segments that were really good was with MJF. Um, they announced that um, I'm gonna mess up this name, but it's MJF versus Tanahashi. I think I did good. Pretty good there. Yeah, uh, I like sushi. 
Um, I loved it because for the longest, MJF said he's not working that show. He's not. He's not wasting his time with an independent company and all of this. Um, if you could watch, if you watch it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you, if you could watch it on YouTube or if you DVR it, look for it. It's really freaking funny. Um, MJF seems surprised that they announced this match. He's like, "Who?" It makes fun of his name and everything. He was like, um, "Yep, I'm not doing that." And it was just a really funny segment. But then doing commercial, they announced it again. So it seems like it's official. It was just MJF being MJF. But yeah, I I'm so hyped about that show. So yeah, check it out. Like I said, if you like wrestling, just straight up ass kicking, flips, and mat wrestling, and you're gonna have it all in in this pay per view. So yeah, I'm marking out for this show. But this um Saturday, June 17th at Chicago, it is. The premiere of Collision. But before we get there... Hey, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we talk about CM Puke, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> do, we just, do we just gloss over, or are we going to go back to the fact that Jericho and Sting first time face-off, are we just going to completely ignore that, or are we going to come back to that? So I just want to know, because I feel like that deserves some of our time. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll let you take the ball with this one, because I, I, I heard some... I guess when you when you were reading about um, Kana... I was reading about this big, crazy ESPN interview. But let's go into um, Sting and Jericho for the first time ever, face-to-face with their bats. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, again, the way they set up is now your Sammy Guevara looks like it's going to be a face. Um, the whole Darby situation, throwing him in there, too. But Sting and Jericho, I mean, it's a match that a lot of people have always wanted to see. But we, and, like, that's... I've been, I'm excited as anything. We're going to get it as a... We're going to get it as a tag team, right? I mean, I don't think so. And if we did, it it wasn't memorable because they, they didn't square off. If, if there was a tag team, they didn't actually face off in the ring. No, 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 no. I'm saying when, when we get Jericho and Sting versus each other, it's going to be a tag team. Well, I think we're going to get a tag team at first, but I think we're going to get the singles match at uh, in Wembley. I think that's what we're getting. Would it be? Wembley. Yeah, Wembley. Yeah. Take it, Raymond, because I think, you, I think you're going to say what I'm about to say. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you think that's gonna be his retirement match? Yeah, I, I, is it gonna be like uh, I, if I, whoever loses, it's a retirement match. So if Jericho loses, he has to retire, put a career on the line match, basically. I think so too, and that's why I'm so excited for it. Like to me, that's thousand times more exciting than Forbidden Door. If you're a big wrestler, no Forbidden way. Door, great. No great. way. I, I don't. I, Hector, I'm sorry. I could give two shits about Forbidden Door. I'm sorry. You are not invited. You are not invited to watch it. You, you, you could go to the next festival or whatever and stay there all night. I am not going to talk to you all day. You are on a wrestling podcast talking about you're not going to watch one of the best pay-per-views probably of this year. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll look on YouTube and see the matches things on there or just, just see clips. That's good enough for me. Like I, I again, I like stories. Raymond, like you said, somebody who likes matches that, that likes cool matches, great. I like stories behind matches, and Forbidden Door is the absolute opposite. But if it, if it was the same thing with WWE, you can't do stories from with another uh, company. It's your like if they were gonna do AEW versus WWE, it's your best versus my best. We can't really build stories because we only got this one night to do this. And that's yeah, yeah, but I care about WWE's wrestlers. I don't care about New Japan wrestlers at all. I, I don't care. 
Raymond, this is what I I've been talking about. I, this is exactly what I've been talking about. These AEW haters, they don't give nothing a chance. <laughs> I just can sing and Jericho with the match. I can't wait to see more than anything. I'm, the WWE's got money in the bank, but yet and I, I'm not even kidding. I want to see that more than I want to see money. You know what? I I can, I can I can feel the excitement when you talk about Jericho's thing, and I can give you that. And you're right to have your own opinion. This is 2023. This is America. So yes, go run with it. I'm happy that you're happy and all of that. Great. Now, let's go into what's been, um, what I heard about today. CM Punk has a ESPN interview coming out. There is no date for it. I'm assuming it's going to come out before Saturday. So, uh, there's actually a little news that just came out a few minutes ago. Supposedly, it's tomorrow. Oh, nice. I, I didn't get, yes. the, 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 what I saw was, it was, there was no date on it. But, um, it puts me a lot of good stuff on it. Um, they said some people that were backstage listening to it, there were um, people to represent AEW there to make sure it didn't go, get too crazy. Um, they said at some moments they didn't know if it was a shoot or him just building up a story. So it'll be a really good interview. And how much of the segment they're going to keep because, of course, they're going to edit some stuff out. But one of the questions was his real relationship with um, Hangman Adam Page. And he basically said he doesn't like the guy. He said their last match, he felt that um, Adam Page was shooting on him. And a lot of the chops that should have been to his chest was to his face. It's a CM Punk story, of course. But yeah, said so he said he doesn't like Adam Page at all. He does talk about the elite and his wrestling career, past, present, and future. So it should be a really good interview. It's and Plus, it's on ESPN, so they have some legit interviews. It, it's not like a... It's not made by AEW to promote a fight. This is just going to be... I mean, of course it's promoting Collision, but it's gonna. It's a little more of the backstage what we want. Now, speaking about that now, did, I don't know if you guys saw the commercial of a promo with CM Punk talking, saying, talking about Collision, saying that he's he has a lot to get off his chest. He doesn't know what he's going to say until he gets the microphone in his hand. That is great. That's what everybody wants. But now I'm going to take back everything I've been saying. What happens if we don't get that? As a good thing. What happens every time he says, I'm going to talk about what happened, and he gets interrupted? That would be a great way to get ratings. Like, okay, I'm, tonight I'm going to talk exactly what happened to the elite, and Samoa Joe comes out. And now he got to fight Samoa Joe. Next week I'm definitely going to talk. And the Bullet Club comes out. And so on and so on. Be a nice way just to drag that story without him have to talk. Because, I don't know. If you don't talk about it, it's a big letdown. And I, I believe I said it in one of these episodes. And I know, I, like I said, I could, I could talk about CM Punk as much as Mark could talk about Jim Cornette. Um, it's just... I've said it before, and I've heard it in other places. If you want to break the wrestling world and the news and have everybody talk, you somehow fix this, what's going on backstage, and have CM Punk and, and the Elite join. That would... It would be like the whole NWO thing all over again. If CM Punk is getting attacked by the Bullet Club or somebody, 
and Young Bucks come out, you're expecting Young Bucks are going to super kick CM Punk. And they save CM Punk, or vice versa. Young Bucks are getting the ass kicked, and CM Punk comes out. Oh, this is the time. CM Punk's going to get that cheap shot in. And he saves them. It becomes top news in the wrestling world. Uh, except people like Raymond and Eric Bischoff and people like that who can't stand CM Punk, and they're just going to hey, trash. Hey, hey. They're just going to trash um, CM Punk. No, no. See, I like CM Punk. I, I do. I just think that what they're doing in AEW, and and again, not the whole AEW, just this process is, and what happened at that pay per view with CM Punk kind of going off on everyone. That left a bad taste in my mouth, and I it was in, listen, it was good as they would say tea, and I had my popcorn. I'm like, oh my god, he's actually doing this, but then at the end of the day, he actually was hurting the hand that feeds him, and that I was like, hmm. Mark hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> I'm just letting this topic go. Hector might get upset if I say what no, no, I'm gonna, say, say what you got. I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself on this one. I, I got one more topic after, after this, which is very like two minutes short. So if you got something to add to it, go right ahead. But all I'm going to say is I'm genuinely curious what's actually going to be said in this interview. Because apparently a lot of people, it's ruffled some feathers. And of course, that's the intriguing part. We always like a little drama, a little controversy, a little stuff that we want to see played out and oh who said this who said that what does he think about this one so it to me it's going to be more of a wait and see and maybe it helps bring some more eyes to the collisions debut or more ticket sales who knows yeah I, i'm looking so i'll keep it i'm looking more forward for the espn interview than what happens at collision because i think that's when we're going to get the real stuff on espn on collision we're going to get something very watered down if he even talks about it he might just be pers- his personal life or where he's at right now and so on and so on. And I truly believe Samoa Joe or the new Bullet Club Gold is going to interrupt him. And they're going to get a big boo. Let me ask you this. Do you think... No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just, I'm just dragging it. I just, I, you know what? Yeah, I, just, I, was... I just want it to happen already. I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I'm excited for different reasons. Like I'm excited because I don't want it to be a letdown. And all of that, it's, and when people talk trash about it, it's wrestling. I love wrestling. This is something new. It's big. I talk to me in three, four weeks about Collision, and I might be like, ah, it's an okay show. Right now, I'm excited. It's something new about wrestling. I'm looking forward for it. It's CM Punk. I'm a big CM Punk fan. Can he do bad? Yes, he can. I think he's gonna do great. But um, yeah, I'm sorry. Take it, Raymond. Yeah, no, it's okay. I was just gonna say on a quick side note, the highlights of the week for me was one. Rhea Ripley's promo of on course, Monday, and Wednesday was Chris Jericho's boots. But anyway, uh, <laughs> my point was, what happens if, like, because don't get me wrong, again, CM Punk coming out, saying his piece, or supposedly saying his piece, it is going to be interesting TV, but do the wrestling fans like yourself, you do care, and I'm sure there's many that do, but what happens if the majority does not uh, care? Care about what? About the whole CM Punk and what he has to say, like you oh, care, oh, right? No, 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 no. no I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, out of a hundred percent, at least eighty percent people care. If 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 you don't, and Mark doesn't, you guys fall in the twenty percent. Um, my ears are always everywhere. My eyes and ears on Twitter, on I listen to other podcasts. Some great ones, not not just anybody like us just coming up with a podcast like that. Like some people who are hang, hang out backstage, who know top people. Um, everyone is wondering what he's going to say. 
like I said, it, the ratings should be good for June 17th. What happens after June 17th on a Saturday night for a regular fan to sit down and watch it? I don't know. But yeah, this Saturday, it, it's... I'm not even going to say it's make or break, but everyone's going to be interested in what he says. If it's Mark on Twitter watching the highlights or someone actually watching the show or wherever else you you could watch it, people are going to watch it and find out what he says. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully it's good because anything that's good like that, you know, just in general, it's always good for the rest of the world and, you know, for us anyway. Exactly. Go ahead, Mark. Jeez. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm just. I'm, you yeah. Know. Okay. So let's let, let's let, let's turn the page on that and just let's pray that sadly. Well, this interview is tomorrow, and um, sadly comes fast, so we can talk about that. But um, let's end it with um, The Rock, someone that I didn't expect to talk about recently. But yeah, um, people have been talking that he's had like a bad year. Rock bottom. <laughs> um, Black Adam flopped. I thought it was a good movie. People expecting um an Oscar award winning movie from The Rock playing Black Adam. The character, I mean, I don't want to even get too much into this. It's somebody from the Egyptian time coming to the modern time. So he's supposed to. He, I thought he played it perfect. The one lines, the little jokes like that. He's not. He wasn't supposed to steal the show with his acting, but. It's a, and it's a superhero movie. Like, what, what, what are you expecting? And it's The Rock playing The Rock. That wasn't... It was it was Black Adam playing The Rock or whatever. But um, the XFL, they lost $60 million in this season. But something good did come out of that. Um, supposedly over 100 of the those players are, have tryouts for the NFL, which is awesome because... Usually, if you, if you don't make it after college, you got to go play in Canada or overseas or somewhere if the NFL doesn't draft you. So now you have a second chance after college. You play in the XFL, you play your ass off, and NFL's watching. Maybe they can make a deal with the NFL and be like the minor leagues. But there is no minor leagues for NFL or for NBA. If you don't get drafted in after college, you play in Canada or China or whatever. Actually, NBA has the G League now, by the way. So it's kind of almost like a minor league thing to a degree. Oh, I never heard of it. But with the XFL, the whole situation, I think their big issue why I, I'm, I know I was cutting you off. I, I just felt like jumping in. I know. Um, the reason why they lost so much money, it's the markets that they're in. Like St. Louis was a great market because they don't have a team and they're craving football. They sold out games. They had to open up seats. Your other markets, like you'd watch the games and you'd see um, – you know, San Antonio Brahmas, whatever, and they're playing in the Alamo Dome or whatever the heck they were playing. And it's like you probably only have like a thousand people there. Well, not even a lot of fans. You're, right. you're picking markets that aren't strong enough. You got to find the areas that crave football that'll go. Right. Which that's I, their. Now that, now that you said that, I'm going to say it's probably the same issue that AEW's having. Because they, they, in one, one arena, they could fill it out, and then there's another arena, it's maybe a quarter full. But anyway, back to The Rock. So yeah, Black Adam flopped. XFL lost $60 million. Um, he said he would never, ever, ever work with Vin Diesel again. And now he's back in the Fast franchise. Young Rock got canceled, which I love that show. So it, with, with all that going on, supposedly Rock Bottom, 
you think he should, he does one more match to hype up his name again? I, I don't think Rock even needs to. I mean, as X, XFL already had two generations before, so people maybe still have that taste in their mouth. So they may be like, eh. So you got to give that time. Maybe another season or so. But already, if it goes into a second season, it's more successful than the last two. The movie, like you said, Black Adam, uh, they all can't be winners, right? The Rocks movies are usually pretty good and they're pretty entertaining. This didn't just ring the bell for a lot of people that watch this type of movies. And the, and the Young Rock, I mean, that one, I, I, I didn't watch it. I watched, I binge watched up to the most recent episode. I actually caught it up. I caught up to the last episode. Okay, good. Uh, for the season ending. I was going to say. It is good. I was going to say, if you didn't watch it, at least watch the, the last season. Because it, it gets really good with backstage stuff. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just did it. With, the way they ended the show, I was like, okay, where can you actually take this? But um, I'm, I'm kind of glad they ended it because I feel like it gives it that happy ending. The way they ended it, it, it kind of yeah. felt like it was a nice ending to the series. Yeah. I love it because I love wrestling. But um, I personally couldn't believe it was on TV. Like, as a wrestling fan, like, if you're not a wrestling fan, you have you have to, first of all, you have, you have to be a wrestling fan or you have to love The Rock for you to watch the show. If not, then you're just bored on a Friday night flipping channels like, oh, what's this comedy show? Okay, it's okay or whatever. But yeah, if if it's, as a wrestling fan, I'm like, I can't believe this is on. Channel 4, prime time, Friday night, 8 p.m., next to George Lopez. I'm like, this is this is awesome. Like this is something I, I would expect to be on the network. Like we're gonna stream this on the network or something because it's a, it has to be a wrestling show and it's a rock project and all of that. But yeah, three seasons of it for me. I, I like I said I loved it. There was a lot of inside stuff there that I, I like and everything. But um, the Black Adam thing kind of sucks because that was a big project of his. Uh, he, there's a lot of passion in there. He, he's always wanted to play that character. He trained his ass off for it. So when you don't get that reward, it's like, ah. So maybe that's where the whole fast comes back because he was done with that. And now I guess he needs that big hit movie. And there ain't nothing bigger right now besides Spider-Man than fast movies right now. So he's definitely like in two movies coming like, up. Going back to Black. Yep. No, I was going to say, going back to Black Adam, I think with Black Adam, it's also because it's DC. DC does not register with a lot of people. They already know DC movies are usually, they're entertaining, but they're not very good. And yep. I think that might have hurt the movie. But he well. he put a lot on the line on, on that movie and claimed that this was going to change everything, and it didn't. So, matter of fact, it kind of reset everything. So, it, 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 it did change it, just not the way he thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Because now they now they just like scrapped everything. Like we're starting fresh now. Thank you, Dwayne. So, but yeah, I mean, I just say, hey, he like I I keep repeating. It. Never gonna work with Vin Diesel, and now he's gonna do it. Is it for the money or whatever? Because I, I doubt they they're best friends now. It's definitely business. Same reason CM Punk to be friends with the Elite. If there's money to be made, let's make this money together. It's, you're talking about like a three hundred million dollar franchise. You're not gonna give that up, especially when your movie is so bad. Yeah, I'm gonna jump into this and make some good fucking money, get my name out there, and all that. So just getting your name out there. Hey, one more WrestleMania match. Hype that up. But he might be filming two movies back to back with the Fast franchise, so maybe he doesn't have time once again for wrestling. 
and us little wrestling fans will never get what we want. But besides that, I got nothing else to say. So, Mark, Raymond, take it away. Any shout-outs? Any, any, any plugs? My, just my plug being the same as always, Give Kids the World. Please check them out on Facebook. And also check out on Facebook, uh, Hearts of Reality. You'll find a lot of great information about this charity within those two things. Got it. I'm going to go with before Mark takes my idea. Uh, Wrestling Universe in Queens, New York. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Mark love the Wrestling Universe. They have great wrestling signings, great wrestling merchandise, plus other sports stuff. But we go there for the wrestling. Um, Besides that, uh, big shout out to the movies because I'm going to the movies this weekend to go see The Flash, which... Raymond already saw it, so we're not we're not allowed to get spoilers. Great movie, that's what I'm gonna say. Good. I liked it. I'm not a DC fan. So you know. You're not a DC fan, you're not Made a- me cry, made me laugh. You're not an AW fan, movie. you're not a DC fan. Just come on to the other side. Listen, I like the juggernauts, WWE, Marvel, see? Disney. <laughs> you, you all go for the bright lights. <laughs> Mark, end the show. You stole my shout out. <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is. I'm trying to think of a, of a wrestling related thing to compare this to. Um, oh, uh, Seamus, like he this, 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 No, this, this is not a screw job. This, this is me taking some of the spotlight off of Mark. So this would be more like Seamus entering the the match uh, with on Drew for the Intercontinental Title at WrestleMania. <laughs> No, I feel more like this Macho Man and Hogan, where where I'm the champion as Macho Man, and you just stole it. You're Hogan, and you just stole the spotlight from me. Jesus, that, that, Mega Power's gonna explode soon on episode twelve. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that's more serious. This is more just me like, what? You got a match coming up? I'm in that match too. Well, no, you stole my <laughs> shout out. You know I'm terrible at the shout outs. It's like the only one I have. So I never prepare. I felt so good last episode. Like I actually had it already. I was good. And I'm like, all right, I can shout it out today. And you stole my idea. Well, you can always shout, shout out your, your bowling alley or something. Well, you know what's funny? Since we're talking about that, my uh, bowling match was <laughs> in East Haven, Connecticut, our playoff match. Go there. franchise, taking on the lane crashers. So. There you go. See? I got to do all the work here. It, Listen, I'm good at talking about, like, you know, why Sting and Chris Jericho is better than anything else AEW has and, uh, um, you know, all the usual stuff I talk about. I'm good at that stuff. I can't think of my own other original ideas. Oh, man. <laughs> you just, uh, forbidden Door. Uh, Adam Cole and MJF. No, that was a good match. I like that match. Yeah. It was instead, good. Instead of two old guys playing with their bats. That's the point. It was an image. The to create an image, you're not getting it. No, I'm getting I'm it. Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm... it wasn't a, a 720 spin in the air that the guy landed. Oh, like, no, on I, the speed I, 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 I'll take wrestling matches, but I mean, is it going to be like a cinema match? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Them two in the ring, giving giving it their awe. Time has passed. I saw um, Jericho's last match with Cole, and I wasn't impressed at all. And that should have been a good match. I just think, um, dumb too. Yeah, I don't know. The image, yeah. Save it for the next one. The, the image, the image was good, and all that. But yeah, 
but yeah, that that's that that is Mark's moment, and I have to leave it, learn to leave it alone. Thank you. Yeah. So, guys. Until next week. <laughs> until next week, where we crush his dreams. Ha ha ha. Take care, guys. Stay safe. Have fun. See you around. Adios.